0: Welcome back to Mind Matters with Mia. This is Mia, your host. Today I have my really good friend Zagros, and we are going to be talking about college ops. So today is Halloween, so this is the spookiest subject we could possibly be talking about. And yeah, so welcome Zagros, I'll have you introduce yourself.
1: Um, My name is Zagros, I am a senior at Valencia High School, just like Mia. Um... And I mean, yeah, that's about it. We're applying for colleges right now and it's a little scary.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like he said, like I said, we're going to be talking about college apps in general and kind of just how they relate to our mental health. I think college apps are such a big topic, but very aligned with the topic of mental health because it is very, um, parts of it are very detrimental to our mental health. So I guess we'll just start by talking about what's going on right now. So since we're seniors, we are applying to college. A lot of the deadlines are um, November 1st, which is actually tomorrow. And the for that, so that's for early early action. And then there's the January deadlines. So right now is kind of the grind season
1: yeah. for college apps, yep. I would say. All the important, like, dream schools are November 1st, right? The yep. schools that, like, if you get in, that's where you're going to go. Yep. And I still haven't finished, not
0: yet. I submitted my early action school like a week ago and... Zagros has not, but he's going to today. Yeah,
1: that's the goal. Today we're going to submit. When
0: you see the checkmark, the checkmark is a great feeling. It's
1: like a weight lifted off your shoulder, huh? Yes. I can't wait. And there's
0: a little button that says celebrate, and you keep pressing it, and then confetti comes up, and you can keep (laughs) doing it over and over again. I like
1: how they spend months stressing you out, and then they reward you with that little bit of confetti. The confetti.
0: But yeah, it's a feeling that's good, but also it's like a weight lifted, but it's also... There's nothing else you can do. You can't go back. You can't edit it. Right. You can't do anything. It's all up to the admissions officers now. Um, So it definitely is like a relieving feeling, but also very scary.
1: And that's something you just have to like learn with this whole process is that like we've worked so hard for four years to even be able to apply and have a reasonable chance at these schools that at this point, it's not even on us. But sometimes it's just so hard to like internalize.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's one of the main points, like connecting it to the mental health mm-hmm. stuff, is that the pressure because I think we have the best grades, GPAs, SAT scores, all that stuff. And it it does feel like it's on us now because like yeah. all these all these schools who already have those high high GPAs, high SAT scores, those ranges that we luckily fall into. Mm-hmm now that's on us during this moment like we worked hard the past three years to achieve that already Mm -hmm. but right now it's really like the essays I guess for me because you know that whatever you write is going to be a a really big factor of what whether you get in or not especially at the very selective schools
1: and the schools that are like and I, I mean I'm glad that schools are practicing holistic admissions but like schools that do practice holistic admissions much more like rigorously than others like brown stanford columbia you know those schools Mm -hmm. it's so like essay dependent and you just you get in this like endless loop of scrutinizing every single word you put down and it's just it's horrible
0: especially because these schools every applicant is already at the top of their class right for schools that are 4% acceptance, it's the smallest thing that's going to set you apart. And mm. even the people that deserve to go there so much still don't get in. And it's just so I think that's what's, that's what's so hard mm. of, on our mental health is that we know that we we already have this such perfection like standard. Yeah. So, for a school like Stanford that is a lot of our dream schools, it's just you want it to be perfect, but then at the same time working on these for so long I think reading the same essay over and over again, at one point I was like, I I had so many people read it. I knew it was good, but I just like couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, Like, you know, it's good. But at the same time, like, you know, there could always be room for more. An essay can always be better. Mm -hmm. So it's like at one point you kind of have to like sacrifice your own mental health to just submit it when you know it's like, it's as good as it can get for you, I guess.
1: Right. And then there's also that like, that sense of like, it has to be me. You know, I don't, I want me to be the one who gets admitted.
0: Oh yeah. I've been thinking about that lately. Cause it's hard because I, I don't know where I stand, I guess, in college like admissions because sometimes I underestimate myself and I'm like, I have like a lot of stuff to talk about. I have good grades. I have a really good SAT score, all this stuff. Like I have a good chance. Mm-hmm. And then I like watch these videos and read people's essays and I'm like, I, maybe I'm not as good at, as good. And the problem is there's so many people just like me you know,
1: and, and you get into this like endless loop of comparing yourself. And it's, it's just horrible. so toxic. It's like, we always talk about in mental health, how you should be happy with who you are, you should be happy with your own image, stuff like that. But like, it's, it's so hard not to compare your essays to the essays you find online, and your stats, to the people who came before you. Uh-uh,
0: it's, it's horrible. The essays, honestly, like, I know people always say like, not to do this, but I'll be like, college decision reactions or like seeing where these people got in and it's kind of like for me it I mean obviously doesn't help my mental health but like subconsciously I'm like I want to know like every statistic this person had where they got in so I know where I have a chance of getting in mm-hmm. I'm like can I get into this school can I get into this school there's some schools I know like I'm, I have a very low chance like I don't think I'm gonna get into like certain schools just because of I know their like selectivity But there's, like, one notch down of schools that, like, I think I have a good chance at. But then you hear people who don't get in. And Mm -hmm. it's just so, like, erratic, I guess, the process. Um, Because there are so many high-level kids. And it's, like, everyone thinks they're special. And everyone is special. But there are really – there's so many people who have the same GPA, same SAT and stuff.
1: You know what really killed my motivation, though? What? Last year, that whole trend on TikTok where – you would see people like listening out their accomplishments and then where they got rejected oh, from. Oh, yeah.
0: That's that's like, what I'm talking about. That's yeah. like the college decisions. Oh, my
1: God. It was horrible because it's like a 30-second video. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I got a 1570. Oh, yeah. Four-point-some GPA. I, I cured cancer. And I got rejected from like UC Davis. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> well, because I've had friends who like – get accepted in... Well, I guess I think last year the the UC system was weird because people would get into like Berkeley and no other UC or like LA and no other UC. And it's just very like... Obviously people end up where they're happy at, but I think just going through that process of opening the letters, like I don't think I'm going to be able to handle it. It's like, especially because if you I've, I've watched videos where people don't get into any schools. They don't get into Tufts or, like, you know, good but a little bit lower level, like, Ivy types.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they don't get into WashU or UCLA. And then they get waitlisted from every Ivy except Harvard. And they get into Harvard. And, like, that's the last one they open. Mm-hmm. You know? it's I, I can just imagine what's going on inside their head. Like, they think they got rejected from everywhere. Because if you don't get into some of these schools, like, you don't think you're going to get into – I don't know, Yale. Yeah. But it, that's just kind of like the randomness of the process.
1: And it's just so bad because like you, again, we, people keep telling us like, oh, you'll end up where you where you have to and you'll be happy. But it's like, no, there's places I want to go. And that's another thing is like my parents, especially right now, they're kind of like they're putting a lot of pressure on me because they've spent all of these years saying, you will get into here. I know you can do it. You'll get into here, right? Like, you can go to Stanford. If you work hard enough, you can go to Stanford. And then now I'm coming into the day I have to submit my application. And I know everything I've done up until this point. I know my essays are pretty good at the very least. Your essays are good. I mean, I feel like, it's just like, every time I read them, I'm just like, this isn't like good enough.
0: I know, I know. But like, at some point, it's like, that's the best you can do. And what yeah. I had to say to myself, I'm not trying to like underestimate myself or like devalue my own writing or devalue myself. But if this is the best, if this is truly the best I can do, and if I'm proud of my essays, which I am for for Stanford, for example, and they don't want me, then like- That's their problem. Then that's their problem. But also I, then I probably don't fit in at Stanford. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's just not- my personality and I think everyone wants to like be at the best school they can possibly be at but if I like don't have that intellectual quality that everyone else at Stanford has then I probably wouldn't have a good time there and like I just don't fit that mold which is like okay and I feel like that's kind of switching into the whole topic about just like picking places because of their prestige
1: yeah we have a friend who's like all about that and it sucks because like Obviously, you want to go to a good school. Like you want to get into. That's a why school. people
0: apply to the top. Like you apply to the best schools, like that you can for your your range or your like grades and stuff. But it, I think, right in this process, it is so toxic because I had such a hard time even narrowing down the list of schools I was going to apply to because Absolutely. you were just like, I don't really know. I just I know this is a good school, whatever. And everyone says like, pick the school that you think is a better fit for you, but the moment, like, you come to school on Decision Day on May 1st, like, you want people to think you're, like, the best. Like, I I don't know yeah. if you do this. Like, I want people to think I, like, I want people to see that I'm going to a really good school. And I know that sounds kind of, like, arrogant, but I feel like also there's the side of it that's, like, we worked so hard, like, throughout high school. Like, I kind of want it to pay off. It not, will Not, not in it that will. way, but, like, but the thing is, the minute after decision day is over and once you go to college, no matter what school it is and you have a good time and you end up fine with your life, it doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter that you had this like ego thing Mm -hmm. in high school.
1: Yeah. It's just that, again, for such a competitive like, in such a competitive like bracket of students, it just sucks to not say those names. You know what I'm saying? It, It really like, again like you said at the end of the day it doesn't really matter but
0: it does in this moment
1: yeah that two percent acceptance rate will and and I know like I guarantee people won't even like look at me differently because I didn't get into a certain school yeah but I just think I feel that they will you know what I'm saying it's just like an internalized feeling
0: I don't think people will look at me differently if I don't get into a school this sounds so arrogant but like I want to be the one that people are impressed I want to people I want I want to impress people. Yes. Like, I want to get into that school that no one else does. And, like, I want to be the one that people are like, oh, my God, she got in. Or, yeah. like, wow, they're going to this school. Like, I, I want to be that person. Like, I want it's, like, definitely an ego thing. Oh,
1: 100%. But, but that's, that's not a bad thing. No,
0: because it, it's true because we have worked for it. It's just internal kind of because, yeah, everyone will know where everyone gets in. But no one really cares after a few minutes of seeing it.
1: Mm-hmm they'll um, see your sweater yeah like, well that's, cool. that's and then, cool and then and then, and then they
0: don't care because yeah. there's so many there's gonna be 600 of us who mm-hmm. do it on that day and i don't know then it's over and yeah it like matters and i think what school you go to like affects a lot but it doesn't really like it doesn't matter that much
1: like and then there's also that like friend group comparison right because like we're all smart kids yeah we all are yeah but at the same time, like, what makes somebody else deserve it more than me? And if I get it, why didn't they? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I can't help but feel as as though if I get into a certain school and somebody else wanted to and they don't, or if they get into a school and I wanted to and I don't, like, I'm just going to be, like, shattered, you know?
0: I think I've been thinking about that a lot, like, when decisions come out in, I don't know, March and April, I feel like we need to discuss some, like, boundaries or something. Like, are we going to tell each other everywhere we get in? Because it's, like, I will be so happy for everyone. But, like, if, if someone gets in and I don't or if I do, like, it's so, like, painful. Yeah. You know? It's, like, I want to be, like, and I will be happy for whoever. But, like, it's hard to, like, share those moments when someone is directly doing the same thing you know mm-hmm. we're all applying for the same schools yeah and some of us are gonna get it in and some of us are especially like the ucs for example we will all have a number of ucs that like we will all have our own like set that we did and we didn't mm-hmm. and then you'll have ones you did get in and you didn't get in or it's gonna be so hard to like compare you know there's ones that i know that are such reaches but then when the other ones come out later there's ones that are, like I'll be more upset about because it's more reasonable. You know what I mean?
1: And then can we also talk about like other people defining your abilities for you? Like, I know this shouldn't weigh on me or I know it shouldn't weigh on me this much, but when people tell me like, Oh, you're going to get in here. Like, there's no way you're not going to. If I don't get in, how are they going to like, it's, how is it going to make me like think that they feel, you know what I'm saying? It's
0: really bad. And I think just like, it's, it's kind of like a, there's two sides. So like one of it is just like a cultural thing. Like it's my grandparents who are like, they think they came from the age where like, you have the SAT score or even my parents, you have the SAT score that we have, you will automatically get into every single one of these schools. Mm -hmm. But they don't understand that everyone has those scores now. When they say I'm going to 100% get into Stanford, like it makes me feel like, I mean, I, I just, first of all, I don't agree with them. Like they don't, I obviously, they don't know as much as we do now that we're in this process but like you said it does fe- make you feel that burden
1: yeah and it's so competitive now like yeah. you were saying what um our valedictorian has like a 4.9 or something like that gpa that's insane yeah previous well, uh, years our gpas would be like would be at least top 10 if not valedictorian yeah this year i'm sitting at a 4.65 cumulative 4.71 UC admission GPA. Me too. Class rank 21.
0: Obviously I'm proud of my GPA and I've done really, I've tried so hard in school, but like when I was in eighth grade and I saw these high school seniors, like alumni pages or whatever, and it said they got a 4.7. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. That is crazy good. But now that I have that, I'm like, yeah, I worked really hard for this. Like it just doesn't mean the same thing to me.
1: Right. And it's like, we're in the top five, ten percent of Valencia High School, which isn't even in the top like ten percent of high schools in the United States, and we're expected to get into these four percent admission schools like that accept four percent of students from around the world. That's just nuts. No,
0: and even well, going back to that kind of point you were making, even people who are really educated on college admissions, like my college counselor was telling me, like, You're the perfect candidate for Stanford. Like, yeah, you might not get in, but like you, you have the best chance out of anybody. And her her saying that, honestly, like I can't get my hopes up like that because I I don't know if it's partly me saying, I don't trust you. I don't believe you just because I have no faith in myself, partly, Mm -hmm. but also like, I'm kind of a realist. Like I'm not an optimist. I don't think that I'm not trying to be like, oh, I I know I'm going to get in. I know I'm going to get in, you know, like Mm. I don't want to get my hopes up.
1: Yeah, no, it sucks. I wrote probably about five or six essays. Well, let's say three essays for each prompt. Three distinctly different essays. And wow. I didn't think I was going to end up doing that, right? Yeah. Um, three completely different essays, different structure, different theme, everything. For the three different prompts at the school I'm applying to. Um, Stanford, just like yeah. you, right? And I edited each of them about two to three times so essentially i have somewhere between six to nine essays written for one school for one school and i'm just now that i'm exiting this first phase of admissions where it's like november first yeah Yeah. i have november 30th coming up for ucs we both do and then january 1st for everything else everything else yeah and i have this college list of about 15 schools 16 schools yeah Am I going to do this for every single school?
0: I know. And it's so difficult because that's going back to the whole point of the standard we hold to ourselves of perfection. And I guess it'll kind of go down as you don't have as much time anymore. Yeah. Because what? We have two more months.
1: Yeah. If I tried to do this for every school.
0: you not, It's not it possible. Would, no, it's impossible. You did it because it's Stanford. It's your dream school. You're doing it for early action. Also, you had enough time. Once it's December 15th and you still have a few more schools to apply to, you just don't have that option anymore. Yeah. And I think I'll like- I'll
1: have to sit down and knock out an application in an afternoon and just be done with it.
0: Yeah. And honestly, like that is, for Stanford at least, That's I think that's a good quality because I mean, I wanted to do that, mm-hmm. but I just like couldn't think of things and I, I, it's not like I was lazy. I just- it took me so long to come up with one idea mm. that I just had to stick with it because it was the best idea I could come up with. Yeah, You know? And I think in my head, I have these like fantasies of like making this amazing essay and having this quirky, like intellectual whatever. But that's like, I tried my best. I liked my essays, but that's just, sometimes that's just not me, you know? Yeah. And it just sucks because looking at my personal statement, for example, <laughs> when I wrote it, I thought it was so good. But now looking back, I'm, I'm like, I don't really like it. But- that doesn't mean it's not good. I just, like, have such a standard.
1: And then you can't, like, change the personal statement between schools. Like, once you write the personal statement, it's it's done, right? Actually, I don't know.
0: I was looking at the Common App, and, well, when I when I submitted Stanford, it, it gives you this PDF of what Stanford sees. Mm-hmm. It's just a PDF with everything in the application. Mm-hmm. But then you can go into Common App, and the little box where you put your personal statement is still, like, editable. So I don't know.
1: Huh? Because then that's like, do I optimize it for each school? Do mm, I leave it how it that's is? That's the thing like, because
0: that's kind of another thing where it's like, do you just sacrifice your own time and sanity, mm-hmm. or do you make it even better? Because technically, it's not done.
1: Like, and all of these essays can always be better. I show it to I showed mine to four different people, three of which were like high level college graduates, um, and one of them edits like scientific papers for a living so these people know how to write and they're all throwing in these massive words for me that i can't even pronounce some of them some of them and i'm just like do i do this like do i
0: no that's what i was just telling you it's like i could show it to more people that would give me good advice too yeah but i just have to tell myself to be like i can't i need to stop editing now yeah you know i can't keep doing that but also it's like, but then it will turn then it'll be better if I do. But if I do, then it will be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then, for my own like mental health, I need to spend time on other stuff, you know, because you kind of have to balance, like, yeah, your personal statement is important. But when you have fourteen schools that each have two supplementals, You got to get started on those too. Yeah. But it's just, it's like the same stress all over again because I poured my whole heart into Stanford and now I have to do the same process again. And starting the essays is so hard because I have this, like, I want the, the topic to be so good and quirky and like unique. And it's just like so bad for my mental health to just keep like stressing about it.
1: I stare at my screen for hours And I start to go, like, I have been staying up till like four o'clock every day this past week, just because I've been rereading my essays over, not even making like good progress. No, just rereading. I'm just reading it. I'm just like, because I have a picture of what I want to say in my mind. Mm -hmm. My personal statement is written in a narrative, Mm -hmm. right? I was there. I experienced what happened, right? But I'm just like is somebody else reading this like going to understand
0: i read it from an outsider's perspective i compare it to all the other essays i've read i mean it's kind of like when you read essays from school it's like it doesn't mean anything anymore i need like someone from the outside to read it and this is why it's so almost harmful to have your friends read your your essays because i had my friends read my essays
1: every reaction you get you're just like what does that mean
0: I need to not show people my essays anymore, not because I think they're gonna steal my ideas from me, but because it's making me too vulnerable.
1: And then being one of those kids that didn't like cure cancer, just you know, as an example, right? Like, it's not like I have something incredibly special, right? I just have to write about myself in a very special way. And that's that's so like harmful. To be looking at myself that way, right? Oh yeah. I, I'm writing and I'm just like, I'm using these big dramatic words, and I'm just like, am I really this this good? Am I really like, is this actually me? Yeah. Or am I just writing to get into this? It's school? so
0: hard because I am the opposite, because I wrote my common app about like this accomplishment, you know? Mm-hmm. And I hope I made it about me. Cause some people make theirs like yours is really good, and it's more about like yourself and it shows
1: about you. But I keep getting worried because, like, is it about me or is it about this kid? You know what I'm talking. about yeah, yeah. I know in what my you're essay. Talking. Yeah, is it about this kid that I'm talking about? Is it like, did I actually learn anything? Did I take anything out of it? Is it something I knew? I'm starting to like having to re-answer these questions for myself. You know what I'm saying? And I read it over and over again. I'm just like, well, this is like a logical inconsistency, and like, I don't even know if this essay even makes sense anymore. Point where like I have this beautiful story written down, and I'm just like, wow this is great. And then I have other people read it and they're like, wow, this is fantastic. And then I get one criticism where it's just like, somebody commented on my essay, like how, or like, please describe in detail more ways that made you curious. And I was just like, I don't do anything.
0: First of all, you can always make it better. And also an essay can be amazing, but not answer a specific prompt.
1: And that's so hard. And there's eight of them too.
0: Yeah. And because like, not, okay, not even the personal statement, but like I have, could write an amazing essay, but it doesn't a- answer what they want.
1: Oh yeah, everything we do is for college. Every decision we make, for the most part, is for college. Every club we join, every leadership position we take on, <laughs> most of the stuff is like, it's super interesting to think about like, what will I drop and what will I keep doing after I get into school?
0: Exactly, because I saw something that was saying like, I don't know if it was necessarily when you get into college or just second semester after applications, but it's like, after you, st- you're done with college apps, what like the stuff you are still doing is the stuff you actually care about. Mm-hmm. And the stuff you're not doing anymore is the stuff that you only did for college. And it's like, I'm like, Oh, I wouldn't be that person. But I a hundred percent in that person. Mm-hmm. Like I've done NHS and CSF my whole college, my, my whole high school life, because you're just supposed to do it. Right. Right. And I, I, put it on my college apps or I didn't I don't even know I might have put NHS but I don't even know if I had enough activities space for For CSF CSF. right so today someone was like oh you can get to an NHS hours if you do this thing and I was like I don't need that like I don't do that anymore yeah you know what I mean and it was just so like it's just so interesting to see that we do things just for college
1: um, it was like fifteen dollars that we just paid mindlessly.
0: Fifteen dollars, like th- probably like thirty dollars a year, and it's not the type of activity where oh, it's just like this this activity where you go to it. It's like you literally pay to write it down. We do nothing for those those like at our sp- like school yeah, in specific. We yeah, we do that. You need some hours, which we already get outside of it. You fill out a form, you pay fifteen dollars, and you're in. Like you don't meet, we don't do activities for these. There are obviously other activities on our college apps that we do more for, but. These two specifically, definitely not.
1: Or like, even some of the stuff that like I do care about, I'll probably cut back on it after call. Like free tutoring, I have yeah. I have over like four hundred hours of free tutoring. I'm not gonna do that for free anymore.
0: I can't believe you guys did it for free. Like you can get so much money. From I know, that. but like, but it was your. Th- it was good. It was yeah. It was just our
1: thing. We did it like four or five subjects, pretty much every day of the week for like two hours a day. It like when huh?
0: two hours a day yeah when
1: all through like freshman sophomore quarantine I, I did it through like four different organizations oh
0: okay. and I did it independently okay
1: so like it's just it was just a lot
0: well and there's the whole thing about like oh it's second semester like you you are like not accomplished but it's like you achieved so much you deserve to relax you yeah know? you just yeah. finished college apps. I think the interesting thing is like it's really messing with my head right now too where I'm like College apps are this weird thing. It's like even thinking about it forever. And then you get into college, and it's like it reminds me about TikTok that it's like it's like a reward. Like you yeah. do it, and you get you find out where you get in, and you're like, wow, I'm at the top of this hill. And you're like, no, you have to go to college.
1: Right. I was just going to say that. Like, it's like we build up to this point our whole life just to realize that that's not even like the first peak.
0: No, and not even. In in the scheme of our lives, but just like in the scheme of high school, I guess, it's like you build up, you build up, you build up, you do everything to find out. Like, I I mean maybe it's not maybe it's just me just this like intensely, but I remember being like writing like journals and all this stuff when I was like a freshman, being like, I wanna know where I get in. Like I just I feel like the college that I go to is so like I I haven't even gotten in places and I already am like making it my identity.
1: Yeah. Where I get in is yeah. going to be
0: my identity. And that's just so... I don't know. I feel like that kind of has to do with the whole, like, that's how we have been trained for four years or whatever. But it's like, once you get in, it's like, okay, now the fun part is over. Not even, like, the, this part has not been fun. But you yeah. know what I mean? No, like yeah. Now you have to... I Actually guess, do the college. I guess it's kind of like this whole... Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's like this whole, like, illusion. And then you know you actually go to college and it's not as like fun as it not fun okay obviously college is good things and bad things but like mm-hmm. it's not just like this thing that you it's keep heavily re- romanticized it's, yeah exactly that's the right that's the perfect word it's uh, romanticized i
1: don't know if you're feeling this right now but recently i've been getting very anxious that i'm not going to get into any of my sp- the t- oh, the schools because yeah. like i know people who have been accepted and rejected to every school on my list And I keep comparing myself to the people who have been rejected, right? And we touched on that, like comparing yourself to other people. But there's just this underlying anxiety that I'm not going to get in anywhere.
0: Anywhere. I know.
1: And it's gotten to the point where I started applying for rolling admission safeties.
0: I haven't. I didn't.
1: Yeah. I don't know why I did,
0: but but I did it.
1: And at least now I know I have somewhere to go.
0: Did you have to write a supplement for Pitt?
1: Nope.
0: Okay. Maybe I just will.
1: Just send your comment up. Yeah. Pay 80 bucks? 55. (laughs)
0: Oh. Better than the other ones. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I feel like I I always say this, and I don't know if I already said this in the first half, but like I want to know so badly where I where like where I stand, mm-hmm. and that's the horrible thing I guess for me because I like being in control and I like understanding what's going on. That's the bad thing about college applications. It's this weirdly like ambiguous and just like convoluted system Absolutely. where nothing is nothing is logical. Like sometimes you get rejected from this place and accepted. And like, I think when you compare a 80% acceptance school and a 20%, like, yeah, that's going to make sense. But when you get into these like T20 schools, like UCs and all of the IVs and, mm-hmm. you know, this whole like category of schools, sometimes it can be so random. And I do the same thing. I compare myself to people we know saying like, Okay, but I, I feel like I'm smarter than this person and I'm I think they're better activities than me, so I'm like I I place myself on the spectrum, but that's not how it works because, and it also is just so like toxic I think comparing yourself to people like in your grade and to people older than us because there's all these people who um we know that are just so brilliant and smart and like people who are going to like, you know, Northwestern like Jake for example, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, there's no way I'm going to get in there because I'm like" nowhere near as smart as jake is and
1: then there's people who are going to like columbia and Yale
0: mm-hmm.
1: that i know and i'm just like they're not like they're good students but they're not like but special. the thing is
0: i think this like the moral of the story is like we don't know anything about these people no we don't i think because we're from a such a big like public high school there's so many like similar people so many people in our calc bc in our highest classes you know what i mean mm-hmm. that it's like Oh, I just, because I know myself and because I know what I've done, I'm like, oh, I think I, like, have things that could get me into some of these places. Not that I haven't, not that I ever think I'm confidently going to get anywhere because I have no confidence. But, like, I think we just don't know about any of these other people's stories or, app like, activities.
1: And even then, like, you read some of the best applications, like, the letters that go viral, and it's such a mundane, like, concept that they don't even have to be special. They just they just like add flowers to whatever they're writing and it becomes beautiful.
0: The whole this whole year before I even started college ops, I was like, I'm gonna get my college apps done way early. I'm gonna get them done in October. I'm gonna whatever. First of all, that's that just not happen. possible. <laughs> but the ones that I did get done early, even a few weeks or a week before the deadline, I was really proud of myself. Like I was like, I don't have to worry about this. But then seeing you guys edit up till the day it was due made me insecure that I should have spent my more, more time. Isn't that interesting? Like, I felt proud of myself for finishing it early, and I my personality is that I need to finish it early or else, like, I can't procrastinate. Like, yeah. I will procrastinate, but I'll, like, start so early that, like, I can't like have that stress the day of. We
1: filmed the first part of this and then I went home yeah. and edited for six hours and then submitted.
0: No, I know. And you submit, that was on Halloween. Yeah. The day before early action was due.
1: Yeah. Right. And that's
0: the thing. It's like I needed to be satisfied. But like at the same time, like you're like, okay, you have another week. Like, should you use this? But I think it just becomes a horrible cycle where it's like, there's nothing else you can do. You just need to let it go. You know, exactly. you kind of have to find that balance no i agree it's so hard to tell if yours is good or not because you read so many and some people are like wow this is amazing and you've written yours so many written and re- and read yours so many times that you can't tell if it's good i've just been beating myself up about like my writing style and i think the way like this 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 process has been very interesting for me because i'll have weeks where i just can't come up with an idea and then i'll just come up with it one night and then barely edit it and then i I submit it with
1: all of my ideas doing the most random things Uh uh-huh my uh i'm just gonna use stanford because it's the most complex application i've written so far my um what is meaningful to you i came up with it while sitting in traffic on the way home from glendale personal statement i came up with it while i was like showering or something it's like they just all hit me at the most random times, and I'm just like, "All right, I have to do this now. Like, I can't let this idea leave my head."
0: The thing is, I don't. I think I beat myself up over not making progress. Like, I'll be. It hasn't happened that much lately because what I've realized is, as you write more essays, you have more topics that you can recycle. Yeah. But in the beginning, I would sit there for hours and not be able to come up with a topic or not be able to start something. I had of that outline, this You know. I totally had
1: that this weekend. And yeah. I think
0: I just I sit there and I hate wasting time. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. Just sitting there wasting time doing nothing when I know like I could be making progress and then a week later I'll be just I'll just write for an hour and get it all done you know and then I do it again and I'm like I've done this before I've written for an hour got me this far why is an hour not getting me this far yeah and I have to get in the zone like I can be sitting there writing essays quote-unquote like for three hours but if I'm talking to my mom or just like looking up stupid stuff on the computer you're not really in the zone for three hours you know
1: exactly no that makes sense and it's like, what I've learned to do personally is this has helped me and my like sanity a lot. Uh-huh. I'll write like three quarters of an essay yeah, and then leave it alone, come back to it the next day. And then the moment, like the first read, I tell myself, you have to decide, scrap it or keep going. Uh-huh. And that's what's helped me. That's the only way I, I'm that's getting really through this good. process. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has their own like interesting approach to this process.
0: I'll have different ideas or like, oh, I'll go this way. You're like, you have like an outline and you just want to execute it a different way. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. My common app has never been, like I when I brainstormed, I had a few other ideas, but you know, the common app that I ended up doing, like that's the main thing that I had the most to talk about. So I stuck with it, mm-hmm. but like I wrote it a different way to start and like just different, different organization, different outline, different like, ideas, kind of to make it more interesting, but it was always about the same subject.
1: Yeah, no, I just again, going back to like reading essays online, I just, I kept like beating myself up because I read all these creative narrative like essays, like stories. Mm -hmm. And mine was an essay. And now I don't know when to be serious and when not to be. We encountered this problem yesterday. Remember? You texted me. Yeah. With the dream job question, you texted me and you were like, should I be serious or should I like, well,
0: because you know what my mom said? She was like, the reason college apps college apps were different when it was their day and age is because there was n- you didn't have all these resources. Because think about if we knew nothing about college apps, we could not read a single example. Yeah, you would just do what you felt was right. You don't read all these things and compare it. Like okay, so the example we're talking about is this USC short answer. So you get I don't know hundred characters, which is like twenty words, and you so they're really fun, but they're just hard. Yeah. Um. So one of them was dream job. And a lot of things I read, you know, all these different college websites saying like, here's some examples. Don't be basic. Show this value. Yeah. One of them was like, oh, you can go if you don't really have a dream job, just go like funny, you know? And then the other one said, this question will make or break your application. And that is what scared me. What? That is what scared me because I'm like, yeah, I'm putting cognitive science as my major. Do you want me to put brain researcher or company ceo like because yeah that's probably what i'm gonna end up doing or like that is my dream but like i don't have a dream job like i'm not that person who is like i want to be a doctor from day one and i ended up putting c's candy taste tester
1: that's good see i love that
0: because that is literally the dream job i was like when i was little i was like i want to be a taste tester like i think that's funny and i think that's like i thought they want funny stuff you know what i mean but i
1: don't like it's gotten to the point where i don't know when i should be poetic and when being poetic takes away from mm-hmm. my point. And when I should be serious, like it asks, like, if you could teach a course, what would you teach? Like, obviously, I would teach a biology course because I'm good at biology and I've tutored biology. No, it's Yeah, like,
0: you can't ta- you can't say that. Though.
1: So yeah, I'm I'm trying to like come up with this really cleverly worded like just thing that I can write there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's driving me insane. It is driving me literally insane. Which application? USC. You're applying to USC? Yeah. You said you weren't. I thought I thought about it. And I thought it was a good idea. I want
0: to see what you write for the short questions. I feel like you're going to have good answers.
1: I don't know what to put for my favorite snack. Oh, wait. I do. I put a coffee and lemon poppy cake. From Starbucks. (laughs) From Starbucks. No.
0: No. Um, Okay. Something. There's multiple things I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I don't know what point this was, but going back to like how everything is about college and we want our college essays to be this idealized self. Mm -hmm ever since freshman year or even even more recently college essays like it's so toxic the way someone's like someone says like oh they have this hardship and like that would make a good college essay isn't that horrible i don't know i just think that's so bad yeah. because we're like conditioned to make this life you're make reducing, this person, you're reducing like, like,
1: like an actual issue or an actual like experience to like a subject for an essay.
0: It's like everything we do, even our hardships, even our things, is what's gonna advance us in our essays. And like once someone was like, oh my gosh, we're like, I wish we were, I wish we had like struggles so we could write about it in our essays. I'm like,
1: see, that was a joke. No. That was a joke in our friend group. Yeah. Um, where we would be like, we would like see, uh, see a post of something bad happening mm-hmm. and we'd be like, oh, that'd be good for the common app.
0: Oh yeah, no a hundred percent.
1: Like that that was a joke we made. And I know it's a bad joke, but like
0: No, and it's like, no, I don't wish I had no money and was had to do all these things or you know. Yeah. Because I think the life that I have is perfectly fine and I'm very lucky and privileged. Mm-hmm. But it's okay that I didn't have something to write out in an essay. I think I think I'll deal with it. Yeah. Like I think that's better than having actually a hard life.
1: That's true and because
0: i think once we were like younger everyone was like oh your college essay has to be about a hardship like there's eight prompts that aren't about hardships you know Mm -hmm. you can talk about like your hobby or i don't know i think that's just a very like toxic mentality and it's kind of like what we were saying about how you want to like create this like idealized like person in your head that is you but like that is only the good parts of you not even only the good parts, but the are like- parts
1: that align with the school. Yeah. Because you hear so much about like the school's vibe, right? Mm-hmm. So every school is getting a different version of Zagros. Yeah. Every school is like-
0: Getting- USC is getting USC Zagros.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the parts of Zagros that would fit in at USC. Mm-hmm. But then I have to kind of sit down and accept the fact that like, should I change myself for college or should i go where i fit in because obviously it'd be nice to get into some of these really good schools Mm -hmm. but if i that's yeah that's
0: what i was just saying yeah Yeah. if i
1: have to end up changing myself is it worth it
0: it's so hard because going into this process you really have to do some self-reflection because there's some things that i've written and i'm like i'm not necessarily changing myself but it's not like i really was aware or had tapped into this side of me until I had to write this essay, and it's not like it's fake.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't. You know what I mean? Or actually, I, I think I didn't write any of my college essays. Yeah, no, of course. But not. like, especially that music one. One, I I pulled out like this abstract concept, and I tried to apply it to places that I've never even thought about before. Like yeah. that was all written just for that essay.
0: Okay, wait. I want to touch on one point. This is like going back to way before when we were talking about fitting into colleges having a dream school or having a school you love is so like subjective to if you've toured there if you know someone there or like if you just have this idea in your head of it you know what i mean yeah cuz like there're certain schools that i thought i loved forever and then i just don't really care about anymore you know so it's just so bad because there's a few schools i love and then but all at the same time they're all like really hard to get into you know and i have a, i have 14 schools i think so i think like i I hope like I'm going to get into like some of them, but like, and wherever I go, I know I'll be happy because obviously I picked schools that I would enjoy.
1: And then I don't know if we talked about this either, but the parents aspect of this, especially being like from an immigrant household, um, my parents are very like prestige driven. Yes. And I told them the other day. That I didn't want to do like
0: medicine. I might
1: not want to go into an MD and they like flipped out. Yeah. And every time I applied to a school, my or add another school to my list or like consider a school, my dad would be like, Oh, do they have a pre-med program? And I'm like,
0: Why? I don't want to do that. Yeah, yet. they don't
1: I don't need a pre-med program. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's just so tough. Cause I obviously like I'm lucky. My parents are paying for college for me. Yeah. So it's just so tough because I want to go on this like path and explore myself and learn what I actually want to do and do things I'm passionate about but at the same time like my parents aren't having it.
0: That's really interesting. I'm lucky because I think we I am prestige driven but lately I my parents have just been like, you know, do what makes you happy, but at the same time deep down everyone is prestige driven.
1: Yeah, that's true. I think
0: they don't want it to be toxic for me, but everything's toxic nowadays. Sure. Okay. So I think that's where we're going to end. This was very interesting to say the least i'm really happy we talked about this because this is all we talk about anyways um so i think it was really good to like get it all out there
1: and you can see just from how we're talking how crazy we're going oh yeah because so. we're
0: so like we talk we know all this we talk about this all the time um so yeah do you have any last minute advice to anyone going through it
1: uh be true to yourself. I know that sounds so corny, but Don't just do not do it. things
0: just because, yeah. yeah no. do, do things, things that you, you feel love like are so that right. you can write about them. Yes. Okay, well, thank you so much. It was fun having you on the podcast, Zoggers. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Bye.
1: All right.